The Go and Grow Show, Episode 6, Fit for the Kingdom, Part 2. In this episode, we continue our discussion on faith and fitness with Sensei Jean Andre. He is a third-degree black belt in Taekwondo, personal trainer, and health coach. Welcome to the Go and Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ. So, do you work out, C? Not as much as I'd like to, Bree. Right now, my working out consists of me walking my dog, and I want to start going to the gym or going to a group exercise at least two to three times a week. I haven't started yet, but I do want, I have a strong desire to do that. What about yourself? Well, actually, I've been kind of busy lately, to be honest, but I want to get back um, working out. I do have a gym membership, and I just bought a bunch of workout tapes, including Taibo, which I've, I've done Taibo in the past and lost um, about, I think about 20 pounds one one summer. I did Taibo like every day, and I and I did uh, was able to, to shed some weight, so that was good. So I definitely want to try doing that again. I think I'm focused now more on, on what I'm eating and I haven't, I've just been busier with work and I haven't had much time to work out, but this, this interview is really convicting me. So hopefully it's convicting our, our listeners as well. Yes. Convicting and inspiring and making you wanting to get off your couch or your bed and actually do something. You know, these episodes that we've had about fitness, eating healthy, I hope it is inspiring to everyone out there to want to make a difference and be a healthier you in 2016 because that's ultimately what it's about yes so enjoy the second half of the interview enjoy the interview here's a couple of questions that our, our listeners have asked what's your opinion on weightlifting versus cardio i would say do both um as i mentioned earlier i do both really uh walking running jogging um kickboxing um, on the part of the cardio, and I have a bow flex and other equipment at home that I use as well. Now, of course, not everybody have uh, the privilege of having uh, the stuff that I have at my house, but uh, I think if you want to, eventually you will, if that's your goal, uh, to have a you know, access to the stuff 24-7. Um, do both. Uh, they both are very beneficial. Uh, for me, the cardio works big time. Because uh, the, the martial arts falls in with cardio, right? You know, um, there, there, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of moving involved, and therefore causing your heart rates to 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 beat up faster and go to a certain level. Uh, a lot of sweating, again, as I mentioned earlier, um, depending on the type of martial arts you're involved, you will burn, kickboxing included you will burn up to 1200 calories for anywhere from 30 minutes to one hour of exercise. Now, if you're moving at a slow pace, 30 minutes may not do it for you, then an hour will, but you will burn that much calorie uh, doing these type of exercise. Now, um, uh, weightlifting is amazing because it helps tone the body as well. And uh, surprisingly, you it, it does uh, a much better job than cardio. It really does because uh, you're turning the body. Now you're not gonna have the uh, agility that you would you would get with doing cardio, kickboxing, running, or play soccer, football, things like that. But uh, but uh, it, it does turn the body uh, in a much better way than 
um, the others would. Me personally, I'm more specialized in the cardio, uh, yeah. kickboxing, boxing, uh, taekwondo. Um, weightlifting is something that I do on a personal level. I don't exactly train people with weightlifting. Yeah. Uh, uh, with weightlifting, you're targeting a certain part of your body. With, with the type of workout that I do, you're targeting the entire part of the body. Um, those of us who practice, whether, whether all we do is play soccer, um, do taekwondo, kickboxing, <clears throat> or boxing, we're moving the entire body. Okay. Now, with weightlifting, um, how can I put it? With kickboxing, for example, against a bag, you stand in a stance, you start punching, you're using just about your entire body to do that. With weightlifting, if you sit down and uh, do a uh, bicep curl, that's the only part of the body you're really moving. Now, some muscle uh, in your abs are being used, your pecs are being used, your, your back are being used, but it's not like the entire body is moving, getting involved to make that move, that technique happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, short answer is do both. Um, you don't need weight to do weightlifting. You can actually use your own body weight. And this is where a chair comes handy, your wall come handy, your the floor comes handy. And if you don't know what any of that means, <laughs> um, a simple search on YouTube on how to use your own body weight to get in shape okay. will, will, will do. Because uh, you'll see people, you know, uh, standing, uh, let's just say about two to three feet away from the wall, leaning on the wall, their hands by shoulder apart, and then uh, doing the, the, the same push-up motion that they would do, you know. And that actually is effective both for your shoulder, your upper back, and your pecs. Uh, Ab-wise, you can easily have somebody uh, with you on your floor, stepping on your feet while you do your, your setups, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, push-ups, if, if you are strong enough to, to do it, you can basically just go along the floor and set up the wall. Just be on the floor, do your push-ups properly, and uh, start with 10. Do, let's just say, two to four sets of 10 reps, and I guarantee you. Oh, here's what I've done in the past with my students, is that I suggest they do start with five. Do it, do a, um, do a two sets, two to four sets of uh, five reps of push-ups before they shower, mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised the amazing result in 90 days. Okay. I was just talking with my one of my friends, and she said that she would do push-ups, and she went to the gym there. I guess one of the personal trainers actually showed her that she was doing the push-ups the wrong way, and so when she was doing them the right way, she could only do like one or two. So we definitely want to advise you to try and the look right at, do it do the it. right way, or just uh, watch how you're doing them, mm -hmm. and, and uh, just uh, try trying out to. Make sure you're really uh, getting your best your best workout. Now, if this show ever turned into a video, what I'd be more than <laughs> happy to show the listeners and the viewers how to do it. But yes, um, the proper push-up to be done right, your body must be lined up perfectly. You know, for example, there are people who are doing push-up where they kind of have a mountain peak happen. You know, they have their ball, the ball of their feet on the floor. And then their butt's high up in the air and uh, their neck towards the floor. And that's mm -hmm. that push-up. If you're doing that, you you might be able to do 500. But when you do the push-up the right way, the right way. where you're using your actual body weight, yeah. good luck doing five. If you've never done push-ups before, good luck doing five. Yeah. <clears throat> Another question we had was, is it okay for Christians to do yoga? Now, that is a very good question and uh, a tough one as well. Uh, in my case, I would say um, not exactly yes, but not exactly no. Okay. If you are comfortable with it, 
Um, check in with your Lord. Check in with God. Check in with your spirit, uh, your spirit man, your still small voice. If you're not at peace with it, don't do it. You know, the, the, the reason why I, I have to make sure my answer here is not biased. So I can't say yes, do it uh, or no, don't do it. I can't say no, don't do it because it's views. Uh, it, it's one of the members of cults because even martial arts is viewed as a cult. And I'm a Taekwondo person. I've, I've practiced Taekwondo strictly for self-defense in the beginning. And then later it's to both uh, maintain my, my ability to keep somebody from harming me, but at the same time, maintain my perfect physical shape. I believe that God wants me to have, right. you follow me? Uh, but martial art is used as a cult only because of the way it is. it was practiced in the old days and because of the way that it's still practiced uh, in some places, an example would be this. Um, in 1996, I think it was, in my quest to find a martial arts program to be part of, uh, I, I went to a sport jiu-jitsu program where when you come into the dojo, that's the training uh, floor, um, you... You bow to the to the instructor, which is normal. It's a sign and that's of respect. Like the Japanese culture. It's a, uh, the, the Asian, Asian culture. culture. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's a type of respect, and that's acceptable. But the guy had you bow to a, a an old uniform on the on the wall that belonged to an um, X X X X X grandmaster who died maybe a century ago that I had an issue with Mm -hmm. because that's not why I'm here. I'm here to practice martial arts, stay in shape and being able to defend myself if I absolutely have to. Bowing to a a, a, an empty uniform on the wall that was not with me. So this is this is some of the practice that caused uh some member of the Christian community to refer to it as a cult, right? Now same thing with um with yoga, um, uh, the people who choose to walk away from their faith, because there have been many to go and practice yoga, because for whatever reason, they feel like they benefit more from it. That may be so. Uh, my faith works for me, so I don't need yoga. I don't practice yoga, but if I did, I would not practice yoga the way that the people, other people do practice. I would practice the yoga the same way I practice martial arts. Okay. It's a way to better my physical fitness and uh, instill better discipline in me, okay? So, uh, uh, so yes, if you are at peace with it, go ahead and do it. If not, don't. I mean, here in the USA, most people had no idea that yoga was actually a cult. But then again, as far as I'm concerned, it's not so much of a problem because if you didn't know it was a cult, then you weren't exactly practicing it the way yeah. other people who purposely practice it. You're just really following your own Exactly, exactly. You, uh, you know, some people say, um, I've met a few women um, a year or two ago who mentioned that, uh, who wanted to know if I teach yoga or that I should because uh, of how yoga had helped them. I'm okay with that, you know, because um, uh, you want to get better, whether it's with your health or physical fitness, you find a program that keeps you away from trouble or from starting trouble, I'm okay with it. But again, the answer here is tough. Um, I'm not exactly for it. I'm not against it either. Yeah. So if if you're if you are comfortable with it as a Christian and uh, you know you don't have uh, the 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 Holy Spirit within you screaming at you to stop, if you if you're at peace with it, why not? Because it will it will help you achieve some of the goals that you set out to achieve. But if you're not at peace with it, don't do it. 
um, again, I haven't practiced yoga and I can't say if I ever will or not, but I do know for sure is that if I do step into a yoga building where I'm gonna practice yoga, it would be practiced the same way I practice martial arts. I'm here to, to perhaps relax, empty my mind, which many people have an issue with, not, nothing wrong with that, uh, empty my mind, meaning that I'm not thinking about the things that troubles me. You know, for example, the people who drink, they say they drink because it takes their mind off things. What would I prefer for you? Drinking so much beer or mm -hmm. alcohol or finding yourself sitting in a position where you're just quiet, and not causing any trouble, but not destroying your body at the same time. Because yeah. alcohol, really, too much of it destroys the body in that it destroys vitamins in your system. And your body needs um, the nutrients. So it destroys nutrients. That's the, the vitamin. Uh, so really, which one would I want for you or for me? That you find a program that help take your mind off these things or you... You drink, you just drink yourself nearly to death because mm -hmm. it takes my mind off of it. You follow me? So um, uh, when you listen to me again, uh, you should walk away with, okay, is it for it or is it not for it? And the answer is both, really. I'm not for it. I'm not against it in a way Then I'm for it and I'm not. You follow me? So what it comes down to as a Christian is that if you are at peace with it, go for it. And uh, you shouldn't rely on somebody like myself, an expert or a professional, to suggest that you should. I think it's. I think that's that's the biggest problem in the world is that too many of too many of us. I used to be one of them. Rely on another man to give us their opinion, and that's what this is really. It's just my opinion. Okay. When really you should go to the Creator. You're not that. He's not that far from you. Yeah, I mean, he's not in space. He's not away. He's right here, perhaps knocking on your door right now while you're listening to this. Whatever that's been on your mind you wanted to do, you weren't sure about, right? You're listening to this, perhaps hoping to walk away with, okay, I'm definitely going to do it, or I'm definitely not going to do it. Get down on your knees instead. You've, you've just listened to this. Get down on your knees. Talk to the Lord and see what he really have in stores for you. Maybe he'll tell you to go take boxing instead. Or <laughs> maybe he'll tell you to go take kickboxing. Or maybe he'll tell you you just need to open the Bible and read it more, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, every one of these will be beneficial somehow to your health. But the one that's the most important is the fact that you're going to God to help you make a better informed decision because after all he really does know it all okay yeah thanks and we've been talking more on i guess an individual level as far as getting fit what do you think transitioning to i guess more of a community um group of people mm -hmm. as far as um, different types of, of groups uh christians are actually the the heaviest religious group out there and as far as the church as a whole what do you think some things that they could do to help people get in, in shape? There's a lot they could do, but they won't do it though. Because uh, uh, here in the US of A, too many organizations, the church included, are afraid of lawsuits. So there's so much they could do to help, but they won't because the person, the individual person, doesn't really want to take responsibility for anything, mm -hmm. okay? So now let's go back a little bit. I, I don't know where that study came from. I kind of look it up myself and yeah. see that there was a college that did one, but I find it to be slightly off. Okay. There was an article called Obesity in the Church that was published a couple of years ago, and it said that Christians, as I said earlier, were the, the heaviest religious group. Mm -hmm. 
So I find yeah. that the, it's the studies is off because the one that I read about was done by a college uh, here in uh, in the country, like the state. But uh, it was done back in 2007. Okay. Okay. It was done back in 2007, and there were less than 2,000 people involved. Mm-hmm. Less than 2,000 people involved, but the majority of the people who were involved were Christian. Mm-hmm. So now what they did, according to what I've read, is do the math and then. Boom, there you go. Yeah, it's that, it's that's just true. an assumption they just in a kind way. Of so talk more to Christians, so they end up falling into more of that category at the end. Now, uh, but I do agree, though, because a lot of the people that I set my eyes on who are heavy set, they claim to go to this church or that church. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, to a certain level, maybe that is true. Now, uh, the next thing that I have against, not so much against, that I, the question that I have about, uh, uh, about those research was it strictly uh, done on uh, U.S. consumers, or was it a worldwide? Because if it it's probably world, just here, if it was a worldwide, then the information is totally wrong. But here in the U.S., you don't have to go far to find that the pastor is actually obese, uh, or the, the 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 congregation is also obese. Uh, local, you see it even on TV. Some of the big name ministers. Right? I'm going to skip that name. <laughs> Some of the big men ministers, they really are heavy. Now, the the best way to go about fixing it is to change the mindset completely. Uh, you'd be surprised how many times I've been invited to come to a church service. And then at the end of the invitation, they said, there'll be free food. Yeah. Why will there be free food? You know? Because usually we, people will travel to that service and they're hungry. So like, well, we got to feed these people. It's wrong. Go back to the old days of doing things. You are a church. If you truly were called by God to minister unto his children, go back the old way. Be a minister. Preach the word of God. Let God do the rest of bringing his own people. Don't try to bring people in for food because let's put it this way. If a bunch of us are sitting around this table, even if it was just for a Bible study, right? And then next to us is a table packed with food. There's going to be quite a few of us whose mind will be, when is this going to be over with so I can eat because I'm hungry? Yeah, I think it really depends also on like the type of food that they are giving people because if they're just giving out soul food, you know, that's oh, like clogged yeah. arteries. Isn't versus, that, isn't that what say they if do? they were giving, they giving them like some type of healthy alternative food, there, there was going to be fruit and you know other, they're other not, things. They're not going to give so. you. They're not going to give you better food because for the most part, the masses don't want better. Yeah. For the mass, for the for the most part, they don't. I was invited to a to a small gathering where I brought. <laughs> I brought fruits <laughs> and I brought cake. You'd be surprised which one went out first. Mm. The the cheesecakes. You know, yeah. They went out first, and the fruits were still there. For the most part, people don't want the the healthy stuff. They want the what they've been hooked on, and there's a reason why you're hooked on those. Hopefully, there'll be a different show that I can come on and tell you why you're hooked on these bad foods. It's not really your fault. Well, it's partly your fault, the listener, especially if you find yourself in need of a help to lose weight. It's partly your fault, but for the most part, it's really not your fault. So there's a reason why you hook on these foods. But what the church can do differently or those ministers is really, one again, go back to the old way of doing things and not having so much food around the church. There's a local church here that I visit here in Lakeland. To my shocking surprise, I God's my witness, I've never seen it before, uh, where the people come in with their own food. Wow. They come in with uh, my cafe cup and uh, and uh, and donuts and uh, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, burgers. Not exactly burgers, but it's it's um, it's it's a bagel with 
junk in the middle. Why? You know, I can easily eat after I'm done with church. If I if I come to church, I come to hear the word. I doubt that I'm gonna fully be able to hear the word if I'm too busy thinking, man, why is this so much tastier than the one I had last week? Or yeah. what you know, you're gonna miss the service, you know. Um, I think it, it works for the new age teaching because that's pretty much what most of the service are to me when I the for the service that I visited. The service is a bit too new to me as far as new age. It's 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 it needs to go back to the old ways. You know, you go to church um, like growing up. My on Saturday I grew up as a Catholic. On Saturday, my parents basically wash the things that I'm going to need to wear, wash everything that I'm going to need to wear on Sunday morning. And at 4 a.m., they wake me up to shower, get dressed like I'm going to work at an, to an office with tie to go to, to Catholic church. We need to go back to that. And there were no food involved. It was just, again, if you're the parents, you take charge and do what God has assigned you to do as a parent. Make sure you're taking care of those children and but his children, but also make sure that um, they get to hear his words. So that's what my parents did with me. And when I was old enough, I take a take uh, I take off from now on my own. But it was shocking to me to see that despite every time I visited the church, people come in with cups and bagels or or, or donuts. To me, that's a bit too new age, yeah, especially when you idea. especially when you see the person who's actually have these things in their hands. Okay, again, I understand why they hooked on it. They don't. Well, if they don't know, that's their fault. Because again, in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. You right. should be able to find out why do I like this so much. So uh, go back to the way, the old way of doing things. Make sure that you know you invite people to come in, and if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But Make sure there is food for them to eat. Eh, it's wrong. Now, of course, like you mentioned, if you can make sure that there are only healthy food, no fried anything, unless it's air fried. That's a different topic, too. Now, no fried food, no deep fried food of any kind, and no sugary food. Uh, make sure you have more wholesome food like fruits, okay? Uh, fruits and veggies. Again, nobody's going to touch that unless they are more like me, mindful of what they eat. Right. Nobody's going to touch that. But then again, that shouldn't be the reason why people come to church. So if you're going to feed the people, the God's people outside his words, feed them better food. That's assuming you can afford it. And if you can't, don't feed their bad habits. And here's my point up with that. At my house, uh, when friends come over, I don't really have junk food around on the table of fruits and veg on the table of fruits and veggies and so uh, so is in my fridge. And if you need something, I can make you something from fresh. It turned out nobody likes it. Well, I have two people who actually two friends actually like it. And in fact, they look forward for me to make something for them. For the most part, for uh, from everyone else I get, this is not juice. It's not sweet enough. Yeah. And then one day I decided, OK, so. Depending on who's coming, I'll go to the store and get sodas and, and juice, and then one day it hit me. I'm being a hypocrite in a way. I would not eat it, and I'm not comfortable giving it to you. Why am I feeding your bad habits? Yeah. So from now on, if you don't like my stuff and you come into my place, just bring your own. I'm okay, <laughs> with, I'm okay with you bringing your own. But it's important, though, the, the point here, it's important that you don't feed the congregation's bad habits. Again, if you if you... If you are physically fit as a pastor and you notice your congregation is getting out of control, you need to 
introduce into the church a different type of service apart from the regular service, right? You have Bible study, feeding people, uh, God's children, his words. Great. Two thumbs up. Now, God's children also getting out of control with the temple of, uh, of the God's spirit, the body of Christ, the body that we have. They're getting massively big. Um, something needs to be done about it. Now, I know you cannot, as a as a trainer, right, and perhaps you as a pastor, you cannot force the congregation to eat better, but you can try to introduce some form of classes, whether it's an actual uh, cardio classes okay, or, so, or, yeah. or uh, a class that teach people about food because there are churches, the big ones anyway, the ones that hold five plus thousand people, they manage to bring experts and nutritionists in to talk to the congregation as far as why you shouldn't eat this and why we shouldn't do that. Because one of the guys who inspired me to become a nutritionist, he's been to Beanie Hand Ministry talking to a massive congregation, not just yeah. there, but also on TV. You follow me? So you can do your part to bring people in. If you can introduce like a, some form of um, exercise classes, great. Not just once a week, but seriously, five days a week, because you really need you really need to be active five days a week, yeah. minimum, really. They say three, but you really need five because I'm a personal trainer. Uh, the three doesn't really cut it for most people, especially if they're already, you know, beyond help. You know, what I mean by beyond help, nobody is beyond help, but the person who's 100 pounds or more overweight, yeah, that person is going to need more than just three days a week, period. Yeah. So introduce some a form of uh, classes. And nothing is really free in the U.S. of A., and we understand that because you know, bills has to be paid. Charge them a small fee. I'm pretty sure the congregation would be more than willing to pay five bucks for a 35 minutes class or $10 or 15. Okay. Check with them. Hey, what can we do to help you? Would you be willing if I bring personal trainer Gene Andre to talk to you? Would you be willing to, is $5, uh, you know, something that you can do for you to come in? Uh, or even if it's just fight off for everyone, because it doesn't really have to be about the money, because there are a lot of us out there who are not about the money. If you need somebody, if you need somebody to talk to you and give you the guide and put you on the right path, there are plenty of us who don't charge you. I don't. I mean, I'm not making money doing that, but again, it's not about money. Uh, my goal is, you know, when somebody look at you and says, hey, you seem to have lost weight, and you go, oh yeah, I'm working with Sensei Andre, and you know, he kind of put me on the right path. To me, that's payment. Okay. You know, you're mentioning that I've helped you get you there. That's payment, and that's good because it means that my ideas, my education have been put to good use. Yeah. You know, you apply it, and people can actually see results. So in the church, these are the two options really that they have. Not one or two, but both. Change the way of doing things. Don't feed people's bad habits and introduce them to a introduce a new program in your church. Uh, Carpenter's Home Church, when it was Carpenter's Home Church, they had a martial arts program in there that was strictly Bible study. I, I don't I've know. Seen some, yeah, some churches have done that. They did. So, yeah. I don't know how they got away with doing that, but it was a strictly Bible study. When you come to class, you, you had to be ready to recite it, the Bible verses that they gave you to yeah. to go home the day, you know, the day before. And then once you get that down, then they move on into classes. Why can't we do that in the church? Yeah. If it, it's gonna help some of your members to shrink down. I mean, I've had some church members come to me and they pay me two to four hundred bucks a month to train them. If you can introduce something in the church where they're doing classes five days a week and they're only paying maybe five to fifteen dollars for 35 minutes. 
that's not bad. Yeah. You know, that's not bad. But anyways, it shouldn't be about the money because uh, if if as a pastor, as a minister, you really wanted to do something like that, you will find plenty of people who will be willing to do it and will not even think too much of money. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't because uh, uh, I'd be more than happy to see me personally helping God's children getting themselves ready so they don't actually have or getting them ready and stay ready so that they don't constantly have to get ready for whatever you know or i'm gonna i'm gonna get married in three months can you help me lose 50 pounds no it's not gonna happen in three months it's just not or i'm going to i'm going on a cruise and i need tomorrow i'm gonna i'm going on a cruise next month is what a lady told me and now uh, i need to lose 15 25 pounds so you're going on a cruise next month you want to lose 25 pounds somebody told me um a couple months ago I'm going to a concert next week. I'd like to trim this down. I said, it's not going to happen. Okay. You go next week. So again, the goal is to get going, keep at it so that you are constantly ready. And so you never have to try to get ready. Yeah. Um, pastors, why they've allowed themselves to become excessively obese? Only they and God knows why. Maybe they got too comfortable. Perhaps it's lack of um, uh, education. And I don't mean college education, okay? Mm. I don't mean college education, but um, there are better foods that they can eat. We've established that already. But uh, they should definitely do their best to be um, a role model. Yeah, definitely. Um, Laura mentioned in our last show, Pastor Rick Warren, who spoke to his congregation, and he actually wrote a book called The Daniel Plan, I think that's the name of it, mm -hmm. and it helped him hold himself accountable for getting uh, in shape in his church, too. So he he really helped inspire mm -hmm. thousands of people in his congregation to to get fit. And yeah, it's my, one of my prayers is that the church sees how important that uh, being in shape can uh, is, is and how being in shape will help their uh, congregation do more, and like you said earlier, fulfill their purposes. Do more and be active and more be active. in the church. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Again, if you, if you're packing a hundred plus uh, pound on you, and uh, every time you move, you have to stop to catch your breath, it's gonna be tough for you to get involved in the kids' ministry because they're constantly moving. You yeah. follow me? So um, yeah, it is important. And uh, what matters is not so much listen to what I just said. Don't take anything I just said on faith here. Just uh, question it and uh, do your own research and again pray because uh maybe god will tell you this is exactly what you needed to hear so get going you know that's if you're ready to get going if you're not ready to get going you're not even going to apply any of the stuff you just hear and you're definitely not going to check out with god because you shouldn't go to god anywhere unless you really want the answer because uh he'll give you the answer just for the asking but uh, these are the things that you eventually will need to do getting in shape is important because again it can help the the entire body of Christ be more active in their outreach. Okay. And just, I guess, to wrap up some, we mentioned mm -hmm. changing your mindset and not being dependent on other people. Right. It's, it's great to have other people with you, but if you, if they're, if they fall off, you can't fall off with right. them. You got to stay right. on, on board. And if you have any extra uh, books or websites <laughs> that help you, we'll list those in our, our show notes. Okay. So people can just click on the link, you know, take them, take them to those sites uh, that they can check those out on the, on their own. 
Um, but we, we, we're so thankful for you um, for joining us on our show. Is there anything else you want to add? No, uh, thanks for having me. And um, I hope the, your listeners keep coming back because this is definitely God sent. Um, uh, faith and fitness. I don't know if it's been done before. This is this is good. Um, that's one of the reasons why I said yes to to come up here. Because um, if I had thought of it before, it's probably it would be the name of my book. I did not think of it before, but no, um, no. Congrats for starting this because uh, any any shows, whether it's a show or a book or TV show or anything on YouTube, anything that can help uh, guide. Uh, the body of Christ towards bettering themselves is a plus on my end. Mm-hmm. So congrats for doing that. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Go and Grow Show. For more shows, please visit www.goandgrowshow.com. We also feature Christian events in Central Florida and around the country. Until next time.